0: Selective law enforcement, Madam President, is alive and active in our Commonwealth. And if that is not enough, just yesterday, a decision was handed down by a Richmond Federal District Court granting a defendant's motion to dismiss an
1: indictment.
2: Black Virginia News is sponsored by Virginia Nation Tees. Visit VirginiaNationTees at Etsy.com.
1: Every now and then you see something on the floor of the Virginia General Assembly that is so politically clarifying. And the other day that happened on the 13th of February.
0: Because of selected enforcement of law against black drivers, it concluded that in 2020, the Commonwealth of Virginia began to require police to keep track of the race of people stopped. This data was essential to this case it shows a disgraceful
1: disparity in enforcement of traffic laws. That was Virginia State Senator LaCherise aired. The subject is mass surveillance, specifically license plate readers. The bill was SB 503, which failed in the Virginia Senate 19 to 21. This is really a great example of how our politics work with regard to money, lobbying, companies that get their issues in front of everybody really fast. This is episode 30 of the Black Virginia News podcast. This is Lauren Burke, and this episode will cover the remarks of Senator Aird on the floor of
2: the Virginia Senate. You are listening to the podcast for Black Virginia News, the first and only platform that covers all of Black Virginia.
0: President speaking to the bill. The senator has the floor. Thank you, Madam President. And um, I want to thank the gentleman for his presentation of the bill and all the effort that has been made to date. But I rise today to speak to the bill
1: because every now and then I get a question from somebody at some reception or something. Why does it matter that there's a record number of black elected officials in Virginia right now? This next speech, this next podcast, episode 30, is an example of why it matters. You are going to hear a speech on surveillance, effectively mass surveillance. And mentioned in that is who the likely individuals in our society, African-Americans, who would be the likely targets of police bath surveillance. We've learned so many times in the Black community that uh, just because someone's Black doesn't mean they represent your interests. Well, this, of course, is an example. In this case, Senator Ayer is representing the interests of her constituents. And I think that is why it matters when it comes to lived experience, when it comes to history, and certainly when it comes to justice reform in America. Who represents you in state government and federal government? She covers a lot of territory here. Once again, these remarks were made on the Senate floor of the Virginia Senate on the 13th of February, 2024.
0: Um, late into the evening last night in the courts committee, we pretty much forced the legislation um, before you all uh, without critical guard well guardrails, um, specifically adding a warning for assessing this data after 48 hours. Um, if I were, if that were included in this bill, uh, I would probably be casting my vote for it, but since it doesn't, I cannot sit quietly while we give the green light to unfettered expansion of mass surveillance here in the Commonwealth. Um, as you've heard described by the patron, he says the legislation is about automatic license plate readers, that it currently exists, um, now in our railways without regulation. And I agree with that. We should do something and we should not leave this unaddressed, but I think we disagree on how. Uh, We disagree on how because I believe when we talk about mass surveillance, we have an obligation to tread as carefully as possible. Using automatic license plate readers to record the movements of all vehicles goes far beyond the limitation, uh, the limited information that is revealed by an isolated capture of a license plate. Um, It also goes far beyond what law enforcement says an ordinary person could observe in plain view while on a public road. Automatic license plate reader databases collect expansive and sensitive accounts of people's movements, regardless of whether they are suspected of criminal activity in a manner that is not available through traditional surveillance. Madam President, aside from ceasing to drive altogether... It is difficult for an ordinary person to avoid the type of surveillance that we are talking about, a condition that is likely to become more pronounced as this technology expands. The fact of the matter is, less than 1% of people are connected to a crime or any wrongdoing, yet their movements will become part of this database. What we are preparing to do in our first attempt to regulate these tools is to do so with frail guardrails. The bill says officers must certify that they're using the system to approve their purpose in accessing the database. But data to date shows in states where this is already in use, law enforcement will use generic references instead of making their case as to why they're using this data. The bill says the data will be posted monthly and include instances of misuse. But Madam President, who is designated to review this data and have oversight over these logs? Madam President, I can go on, but I will not. In closing, I just want to make two very serious points about this legislation. In 2020, Chairman Torian and I worked together to establish what's known as the Community Policing Act. This requires data and reporting around bias-based reporting. And every year since that data has been made available, it has shown the same thing, that Virginia law enforcement officers remain more likely to pull over black and brown drivers than anyone else. Selective law enforcement, Madam President, is alive and active in our Commonwealth. And if that is not enough, just yesterday... A decision was handed down by a Richmond federal district court granting a defendant's motion to dismiss an indictment because of selected enforcement of law against black drivers. It concluded that in 2020, the Commonwealth of Virginia began to require police to keep track of the race of people stopped. This data was essential to this case. It shows a disgraceful disparity in enforcement of traffic laws with black drivers getting the short end of the stick. But Madam President, if you don't really care about that, that doesn't move you. That's not a concern that we're adding mass surveillance on top of traditional policing. Let me close by talking specifically about Flock. That is the company pushing this legislation. And I'll say the quiet part out loud. This legislation is desired to be their model legislation, Madam President. They would like to see this across the country. And they do not want a warrant requirement, a true guardrail, because that would disrupt the massive network across the country they want in place and for Virginians to now be part of and to have access to it. When the president and CEO of Flock, Garrett Langley, was asked, do you envision a future with a Flock camera on every street corner? He responded, that is what I envision. Right now, Flock is focused on selling automatic license plate readers, but they also are selling these to homeowner associations, to private parties, and as well to police departments. They have done so through a business model that effectively enlists its customers into a giant centralized government surveillance network. And they say by their own accounts, that they want to expand its offerings beyond license plate readers to traditional video surveillance while also expanding its AI machine vision capabilities. They say if you know the specific license plate in question, a flock OS can get you the detailed report of that individual's vehicle history over a given time frame. Use Flock OS local and national search network to find the suspect vehicle across state lines of up to 1 billion monthly plate readers. All of this is for free, Madam President. So make no mistake about it. Right here and right now, you can vote for this legislation and do Flock's bidding for a national mass surveillance network. That's what they want. And they consider this, again, their model legislation. So you might support this, but do so in knowing that you're giving a green light to the expansion of mass surveillance here in the Commonwealth. Thank you very much, Madam President.
1: Chair recognizes Senator Diggs. And so when I say that something is politically clarifying, what I mean is bills and legislation like this. And you, of course, can hear that Senator Ayrton is taking us through the civil liberties questions the privacy questions, and of course, the mass surveillance questions that include who would most likely be impacted by more surveillance, more police surveillance in the Commonwealth of Virginia. You'll note too that the uh, crime stats around the country and in Virginia are going down. So what then prompts this moment, one has to ask. It was a piece of legislation that came up from a member of the House of Delegates in Richmond to increase the number of speed cameras there was another piece from another member in Richmond that focused on giving more fees to tow truck companies. Who's asking for these pieces of legislation? You really have to wonder, but you don't have to wonder for long. It's usually somebody who's got a really good team of lobbyists. At any rate, this is episode 30 of the Black Virginia News podcast. is Lauren Burke. Uh, I will be on Roland Martin Unfiltered every Thursday, including tonight, where I have a feeling we're going to be talking about Fannie Willis, but I'm going to have to cut it a little short because I have to attend the Virginia Press Association dinner in Richmond. Everybody, uh, good luck, and I will see you soon.
2: Follow Black Virginia News on Facebook at facebook.com backslash BlackVirginianews and on TikTok and Twitter at Black Virginia News send comments and tips to Black news at gmail.com Subscribe to Black Virginia News at BlackVirginianews.substack.com.